daughters, sisters, and wives. They're gonna change our lives. Eat women, eat girls. They'll make a better world. Invest in Now here's your host, Catherine Gray. Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Invest in Her. I'm your host, Catherine Gray. I'm the founder of She Angel Investors and co-founder of the She Angels Foundation. Both of these are designed to fund women. So we have on the perfect guest today because she's all about helping to fund women. I want to welcome to the show one of the founders of Get Funded Tools, Anastasia Green. Hi, Anastasia. How are you? Hi, Catherine. Thank you so much for having me here today. Doing great. You bet. Um, you know, I always like to have on people that um, are wonderful resources for my listeners who are wanting to raise funds and, uh, you know, either launch or grow their business. And I know you specifically really focus on those in tech so we're going to be speaking to those people today, but all of the information and advice can really, you know, be to any entrepreneur who's looking to get funding. Um, so I know there's a lot of them out there and we want to help them. So I'm so happy to have you on today. Um, you have an amazing background. I always like to give everybody a little bit of storyline of how you got to where you are in helping women to prosper and grow and get funding. Uh, so let's talk about, you You had shared with me that you were born in uh, the Ukraine, correct? I was born in Russia and raised in Ukraine, yes. Oh, beautiful, okay. And let's talk about your journey to coming to the US. I always like to hear that those <laughs> stories because they're always incredible. I mean, that's definitely a journey. Um, I started in tech a while ago, about 10 or 12 years uh, in Ukraine. And uh, back then, Ukraine was, and tech especially, was extremely male-dominated industry. And honestly, to fit in, I was, you know, I was just um, a man in a skirt. Uh, let's call it this way. I was hustling my way through, and I felt happy to be the only woman in the room, to be honest. Um, but, you know, Ukraine at some point became not enough for me. Like I felt that my, I have such a global mindset and I always wanted to build global businesses. And I've been, I became first startup evangelist of Ukraine. So my job was to inspire people to build companies, to start startups. And then I started building companies of my own. And, uh, let me some stop you there. Like, let me stop you there. Yes. You call yourself the startup evangelist of the Ukraine. Correct. Yes. I wanted people to catch that. Okay. I love that. So, so in other words, you're an evangelist for people starting up their companies. You want to cheer them on and show them how to get funding and how to grow it. I love that. We need more people like you. Thank you so much. You know, I, I went through interesting phases because I've been such a such a passionate speaker on the subject of you have to start business and this is the best way to spend your life. And then I got burned so bad myself. Like I lost all money. I've been broke. I failed my company. I failed my investors. I failed my 
team and it was so painful that I spent probably like at least a year saying, you know, don't do startups, don't start companies. It's extremely hard. It's not the reward. It's not worth it. And, you know, I just went through that stage of like, not everybody have to be, has to be an entrepreneur. And then I think I balanced back out to like the healthy, you know, mentality around starting a business and understanding the risks and understanding the struggles, but at the same time, knowing the reward uh, that it gives to founders. You know, um, it is hard. It is hard to be an entrepreneur, but um, I think if you hadn't gone through what you just explained, like really hitting the bottom and, and having some failures and stuff, you wouldn't be who you are today, where you um, have had many successful business endeavors, and now you help other people to do that as well. And I always say, if if we didn't take that road, we wouldn't learn, you know, what it looks like to fail. But it, and in fact, I I don't even like that word fail because I think it's just learning experiences, right? And we've all had them. We've all had them. We've all made mistakes and 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 had to take some rough knocks, but it makes us who we are and helps us to grow and know what to do better, right? And then share it with others. So I, I love that you're sharing that story. So how did you get here from the Ukraine? What was the path? Tell me how you got here and got into tech here in the US. Sure, I got burned out on the company that I was building on a startup. It was a startup in kids education. And that's exactly when the time when Ukraine had a war and I was raising capital for the startup, but nobody cared. People were investing in like technology that would track Russian tanks on a Ukrainian board. And I was like, people, we need to educate our kids. They, their education is so behind, but you know, it was wrong timing. And that just pushed me to a level of being completely burned out emotionally. And I left to India and I spent, um, four months living in India, meditating, thinking what's next and really understanding what is, what is it pushed me to the burnout. And, um, you know, I learned so much. I built my own mindfulness practice and I came to the point, okay, I'm ready to build my business again, uh, start the company again. Uh, but I don't want to go back to Ukraine because I felt like it's a step back. So I, I decided to go for a couple months to San Francisco, which I always wanted to visit. And the moment I've landed on the first couple of days, I was like, that's it. I'm staying. I'm just, I'm just in love. This is the people. This is the culture, the mentality that I always dreamed to be the part of that always been true to my heart. You know, I felt like home and that's how I started I started my journey in the United States and just building my community of founders, of investors, um, you know, developers, everybody who is part of that tech ecosystem. So you came here and, and I know the tech industry here is also very male dominated, same as what you were saying in Ukraine. Uh, so it couldn't have been easy, but you felt like you were at home, right? And also too, how bold, like, did you leave and come here on your own? I came here first with my ex, now ex-husband, and uh, both of us came and uh, we liked it in the beginning, but then it was very clear that I want to stay and he wants to go back. 
So that's broke, I would say, our marriage. Um, and, you know, he, he went back and he's happy on his way. And I am just got happily married again. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, you mentioned that. That's very exciting. Let me ask you something. Was it hard for you to break into this male-dominated tech industry here in the U.S. like it was in the Ukraine? I would say I've had an advantage and when I just moved, I've had um, friends of mine, my girlfriends who lived here for 10 years talking about, you know, we need to support women. We need to like hang out with women. And I couldn't understand. I was like, what do you mean women are suppressed? Like I, I never felt suppressed. You know, I, I've been in men industry and, you know, I'm a girl. Everybody listens to me all the time because I'm a girl. So I think like I've had that advantage of coming from a different background and also what I learned later living here for a while is that USSR, like where our parents grew up, had no female discrimination. Like our mothers and our grandmothers were running factories, were, you know, working. It was a communist uh, environment. So everybody were equal. And I realized that I haven't even had this idea of discrimination. And then when I came to the United States, I was like, oh, I see what you're saying. So if I'm not playing golf and I'm not a white American male, I basically don't have access to most of the things. And when it comes to raising capital, for me to open the door for top investors, top funds, I need to make like additional 20 steps versus when, you know, you're just, drinking beer on a Sunday night in a bar with your fellow Joe. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. I never experienced that before. So it was a, it was a quite a transition. I bet an eye opening and, and so blatantly obvious, right? Uh, it's interesting your take on it, but you did break through. You've worked with very uh, successful projects in uh, SAAS, in HR tech, in uh, gaming verticals. Um, so tell us about what is one of those ventures that you were a part of that was the most successful? I, I see here that um, you had an HR app that actually was recognized by uh, Mark Zuckerberg as one of the best in the industry. Uh, tell me, tell me a little bit about your tech successes. Sure. Um, so one of the companies that I've been building, it's uh, actually Mark Zuckerberg and HR Tech. It's slightly different projects, but I'll tell you uh, in a bit. So uh, one of the companies I've built uh, was called uh, Aware Now IO. It's the platform that connects uh, professionals, connects individuals with mindfulness practitioners where they can book a session on demand. And we started building this a while ago, like five years ago, when meditation and mindfulness was not even a thing. It was something from the Eastern world, yoga related, and not for the general market. And that was a very interesting journey because it took us to being the first partners of mindfulness partners of um, startup acceleration program in San Francisco that's called 500 startups. And what we were able to do, we were able to give our technology to the founding, founding teams of tech startups to measure and prevent stress using mindfulness practices. 
And we played so much with, um, you know, the chatbots. So we had this virtual assistant, uh, Ava, that would talk to employees through the chats and ask how are they doing and then suggest different mindfulness short practices. So that was like a super fun experience. We uh, grew the company. We had first customers, but then we reached the ceiling uh, because we couldn't raise capital, actually. That was something that we were struggling with because we had some first traction, but it was too early on the market. That's when I learned my first lesson, that timing, even if it's a great, great idea, even if it's a great team, timing is crucial to right. business. Yeah. Uh, then talking about Mark Zuckerberg, because I, was, I had so much experience working with uh, bots and um, that communication, the chat communication technology, the chat bot communication technology, I was invited to build one of the first bots that were launched on a Facebook Messenger platform uh, with uh, um, obviously from Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, and they were, uh, we worked with uh, Golden State Warriors team. It was an extremely short timeline. I was the one behind building all the interface, building the communication that um, the chat bot for the Golden State Warriors teams would um, do. And Honestly, it was a fascinating experience because in two months, we've been, we've been able to launch something that's been used by millions of users. And, you know, you had this software that you've been building for just two months. And then on one day, you get thousands of people signing up simultaneously and testing whatever you've been building. That mm-hmm. was um, quite an experience of uh, no sleep <laughs> for a few Very nights. exciting. So now, did you help... Like, I know you've been involved in venture capital. Did you help raise money to launch this? Or what was your, um, you know, experience with this particular project? Sure. Uh, for, for the first one, for the company, for HR Tech, I was the CEO of the company. We didn't raise capital. We did generate some revenue with that. Uh, but it didn't become like a classic venture company. That I've had another company in HR Tech. It was a decentralized hiring platform that would empower uh, tech professionals all around the world, be hired online and get paid online without crazy commissions that Upwork has. Uh, but again, same problem. Uh, it was too early to the market, even though I did raise seed round for it. And um, it was pretty successful, I would say, experience. But that's the day where I got burned the most. Uh, simply because, you know, there was funding back that we were running very fast. And then we just um, failed flat on our faces and before that regarding the uh, funding specifically when I was startup evangelist I was working for um, one of the first venture studios in Ukraine and they were investing in early stage companies so my job was to scout on the market for the most amazing teams the most amazing projects and then bring them on board for the investment and we allocated around two million uh, two million dollars for uh, 10 companies uh, from Ukraine. Right, so you've worked in venture capital, you've worked with startups at 500 startups, you started up your own companies, and now you are one of the partners of Get Funded Tools, which I love this concept, and you guys help create pitch decks and uh, presentations for uh, women that are trying to uh, get funded, basically, right? So tell me a little bit about what it is Get Funded Tools does and, and how you help women get funded. Sure. Thank you so much for asking. Uh, I realized that 
main reason why I personally struggled uh, in raising capital and why uh, the teams that I talked to struggled with raising capital and the teams I mentored was that they didn't look at the business through the eyes of the investor. They look at their business and they talk about their business through the eyes of maybe consumer, mostly a founder. And every founder is in love with their baby. So, and, and as I told you, because I failed so bad, I knew that I was doing the same thing at some point. And only when I flipped the script and I realized that I need to talk about my business in my pitch deck, in my presentation, and show investors not what I want to show them, but what they want to see in it. This is when I started getting traction with funding. And this is when my uh, founders that I mentor started to get traction and got funded. So I started to get funded tools, honestly, from the uh, what was going on organically. My friends were, my friend founders were coming to me. My girlfriend founders were coming to me and uh, asking for help with their presentations, with their pitch, with the way they go about and raise capital. And I just started helping here and there. And then I was invited to be mentoring 500 startups on fundraising. Um, and that's how Get Funded Tools came along. So now we work with impact-driven entrepreneurs, um, 60% of them are women, and we help them to tell their stories in a way that investors will say, hell yes. That's great. I mean, people need that guidance. I think people, like you said, have great ideas, but they don't always know how to get the funding. So you have gotten funding, so then you wanted to teach other people how to get funding, and that's why you started this uh, getfundedtools.com, which people can visit and sign up to consult with you or have uh, help you, you know, help create their pitch deck and their pitch, um, and even help them find investors. Right? Um, can you share with us? I know maybe you can't say their name, but maybe some success stories uh, of people that you've helped, like what kind of typical product would you be working with? I know it's mainly tech. So give us some sort of success story. Sure. Uh, one of the companies that I worked with is called Sana, Sana Health. It's one of my favorite startups. It's a, a very comprehensive technology that helps people to deal with pain through a device that gives eye and ear uh, audio and um, eye stimulation through light. So very, I would say, deep tech uh, solution. Uh, and when they came to us, they've had complex pitch deck that had 36 slides and you know even though they raised capital before now they were going after their next race um but it's hard even if you've been funded before so what we did for them we restructured the presentation we made it extremely clear we've been able to help them identify what are the core attractive things about their business from the investor perspective and now they just close their second round their next round uh i think they closed it at uh seven million dollars um wow yeah, and it's just one of the stories. Another company also, uh, YC graduate, it's the um, number one, number one, number two, it's a uh, little questionable <laughs> right now, Accelerator from San Francisco. And uh, this company already raised capital before as well, but it's also very technical solution. And they um, 
are closing their five million round right now was the deck that we've been helping them to restructure. Uh, and that's one more for the later stage companies. So I would say we really help people who have very technical solutions to communicate their business value to investors. And then I do work a lot with very early stage founders from all over, over the world. It's been numerous companies who raised from $200,000 to $150,000, 500K, um, everything before million from angel investors. And with them, it's a little bit different kind of work. I would say it's more hands-on approach where I help them to understand their business better. And oh, actually, just before our interview, I just, just jumped off the call with them, a uh, client of mine from Kenya. And something that he said, uh, he said, thank you so much for twisting the way we look at our numbers, because now we understand what kind of numbers we need to hit and in order to get funded. And I would say this kind of insight, it's one of the most profound things that founders can get from us, because usually what they do is they can kind of work in a darkness for months without, you know, trying to build a company, trying to raise capital, trying to, you know, make it without knowing a clear goal. So what we help them do is to understand this is where you are now. This is where you should be. This is how you can get there. And you will be able to get funding in this moment. I love that. I love that. And I love pe sending people your way because I come across uh, people all the time that have these uh, amazing innovations, um, but they don't, they don't know how to pitch it and they don't know what investors are looking for because, and, and rightfully so, it's not their wheelhouse. So I love that you take them by the hand, you consult them, you help uh, massage their pitch deck to be what investors are looking for and help them with that pitch and kind of take them by the hand. Uh, people need that. You know, a lot of people have great ideas, but it doesn't mean they know how to raise funds from venture capital or angel investors. So I love what you're doing. I'm so happy we've connected. By the way, my mother's maiden name was Green, so we, we could be related. Oh. <laughs> so Anastasia, um, I loved having you on. If anybody's out there and they have a great tech product, software, app, whatever, and they need funding, you're their girl. Yes, uh, and for everybody, just to those who are start just starting and who are thinking if they need funding or they don't, and maybe they can't afford uh, hiring us yet, we do put out so much free content on YouTube, on Instagram, on our email newsletter. We give you practical tools so you don't even need to come to us. So if you have any questions, just go and follow our content. We really try to put our souls into it and share everything we know for free. I love that. And um, what is your handles to share with everybody, your social? Sure. Most places I am I, Anastasia Green. Uh, or YouTube, it's Get Funded Show with Anastasia Green. Get Funded Tools? Show. Show. Get, get Funded Show with Anastasia Green. Okay. Get Funded Show with Anastasia Green. Okay, great. They'll find you. And uh, they, of course, can go to getfundedtools.com. Um, and also, everybody, be sure to uh, follow She Angel Investors. Uh, we're so happy to have everyone tuning in today. Remember to invest in her and visit getfundedtools.com. Take care. Thank you, Anastasia.
Thank you, Catherine. You're amazing. Doing a great job. Thank you so much. Back at you. Thank you. Our theme music was created and produced by Lindsay Tomasic.